Really, really, thank you so much for your home for, uh, you know, for working also. You know, really, Hashem should bless you. And the schus of, uh, of Yidin, the schus of, of the Kaychanegi, and the of Torah. Hashem should bless you. This house should, be, should continue in, in an increased measure with the Shechinak Daisha, with love and Ahava and Dveikas. And uh, all good things, all brachas that flow from there. It should be a, a month full of Mamish Nisim Gluyim. Mamish Nisim Gluyim, Yeshua's. Okay, so, so let me share with you just a, a few words. My thoughts are not 100%, 100% organized, so I'll do the best I can. So we know that, you know, Rosh Chaydesh is a... Um, so you have to talk about Rosh Chaydesh. You have to talk about Rosh Chaydesh Kislev. You know, once, once it's Rosh Chaydesh Kislev, it means you have to talk about Hanukkah. And once it's about Hanukkah, it's, uh, it's an ocean. So we'll do the best we can. So you know, Rosh Chaydesh is very much connected to Davin Melech, right? That, that, that we know. Rosh Chaydesh is connected to Davin Melech. The simon that Chazal used to uh, let everyone know when it was Rosh Chaydesh was Davin Melech Yisrael Chai Vakaim. So Rosh Chaydesh is connected to Davin Melech. Now there's an, interesting, there's an interesting bond that we find between Davin Melech, which is connected to Rosh Chaydesh, and the Menorah. And the Menorah, which is obviously connected to Chanak and Rosh Chaydesh Kislev Befrat. What's the connection between David Melech and the Menorah? So, a uh, number of things. First of all, we know that David Melech, you know, what's, what's famous is the Mug and David. Now, that symbol that we call the Mug and David, the Mug that means the shield of David Melech, that symbol was not on David Melech's shield. The, sh- the symbol that was on David Melech's shield was, in fact, the Menorah. was, in fact, the Menorah. That's why it's, it's brought down from the Kadmainim already. There's a Messiah like this. It's unclear exactly where this is coming from, but that's the Messiah. That on Dov Melch's shield, it was the shape of a, of a Menorah. And, and specifically with the Kapitel Lam that you'll find in many Sidur, right? Or, or you know, in front of the Chazan by many places. The Lam uh, that you say before Baruch Shomer, it was in the shape of a Menorah. That was on the shield of Dov Melch. And, uh, and this is where you'll find in the Zara Kaddish, that the shield of Dov Melch that had that Kapitel Tillim, had uh, when David Melch went to war, he would be mechavin with that with that capital in that surah of Menorah, and that was Paul Yeshua was able to defeat the enemy. So that now that's a very interesting symbol of all the things that David Melch can use to represent his malchus. The mugging David really was the Menorah, was the Menorah. So it's a uh, it's an interesting thing. So you have to figure that out. What exactly is the hiskashus between David Melch? And the Menorah. Now, it, uh, that, that connection between Dov and the Menorah also we find in the story of Hanukkah, right? Because we know that when Hanukkah takes place and, and the, the Hashemunayim kick out the Yavonim, so they reestablish a Malchus. And the Rambam himself writes, as is famous, the Rambam, the beginning of Hilchus Hanukkah, m- m- makes a point that the Malchus, the return of Malchus Yisrael, was an essential Nakuda of what we're celebrating on Hanukkah. So Hanukkah, which is deeply connected to the Nase of the Neira, which is how we celebrate the Antif, and the Nitzachim, the Chashm Noim, is through the Halakas HaMenoira, says the Rambam, the, the, what we're celebrating is not just the Nitzachim of the Chashm Noim at that moment, what we're celebrating is the return of Malchus. So it wasn't Malchus based David per se, because they were Kahanim, which itself needs an explanation, but you see that there's some deep connection between the Menoira and Malchus Yisrael. And Malchus Yisrael, so David Melch has the Menorah in his shield, 
the Chashbenoyim returned the Mal, established the Malchus of Klai Yisrael, and we celebrated by lighting the Menorah. So, what's this Indian of of Davna Melech and uh, the connection to to the Menorah? The connection between Davna and the Menorah was so strong is that when the Chashbenoyim reestablished the Malchus and they established their Malchus. And and using them in in the celebration of Hanukkah, which was about the menorah, the the, the menorah is so deeply bound not just to kingdom, but just but specifically to Malchus based David, that when they established their Malchus revolving around the menorah, they didn't see that as 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 a separate Malchus from Malchus based David. They saw themselves maybe not their bio, maybe not biological descendants of David Melech, but symbolic and spiritual descendants of David Melech, that their Malchus they didn't think of as a as 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 a separate Malchus. It was Malchus based it was Bechinus Malchus based David. Why? Because it was revolving on the Menorah. So the Menorah doesn't just equal Malchus, the Menorah equals specifically Malchus based David. So you have to figure that out. What is that cash? It's number one. Number two, when it comes to Malchus based David, we find a very interesting thing. The Haftar from this past parsha says this um, is half of the story. So we know David Melch is very old, very old. He's uh, seventy, you know, and but he's he's a zokin Baba Yom. The pasuk says, and David and David Melch, there's a whole concern about who's going to take over the Malchus after David Melch. So one of his sons, Adoni Yohu, begins to prav like he's the king. Nasan Anavi and Bathsheba, the mother of Shlomo Melch is concerned about that, obviously. And so they make this whole thing that they're going to, they're gonna, you know, try to get Davin Melech to express verbally and make it clear who the next king should be. And, you know, and Shlomo Melech was promised it and it should be Shlomo Melech. And so that's what happens. Davin Melech hears what's going on and Davin Melech says firmly that Shlomo Melech is going to be the king. And in fact, the Pasuk says, and Chazal make a point of this, that Shlomo Melech was in fact anointed as the second, as the as the the second king of Malchus based David during the lifetime of David Melch, so he Mamish sat on the throne while David Melch was alive, and when David Melch makes that proclamation, Batsheva, and this is how the Haftar ends, Batsheva calls out, David Melch Yisrael Chayvakayim. So that same sentence, which is a symbol of Rishchaydesh, David Melch Chayvakayim, was said at the moment when the Malchus of David extends to Shlaim Melch. So what we're seeing is an amazing thing, is that Shlomo HaMelech isn't just seen as just the second king. Like, okay, David Melech starts as Malchus. Mamela, after David, goes to his son. And after Shlomo, it goes to uh, then his son. And, and so on and so forth. Shlomo HaMelech isn't just seen as just a Yorish of the Malchus. There's somehow, Shlomo HaMelech is the, the completion or the... It, it, it takes Mal, Shlomo Melch becoming the second becoming the second king takes the Malchus of David Melch to the next level. The Malchus of David Melch without Shlomo Melch, without Shlomo, is, is is okay. It's a Malchus, but to say that David Melch Yisrael Chayvakayim, that the Malchus of David Melch is an eternal Malchus, an all encompassing Malchus, that specifically when David is connected, when the Malchus goes from David to Shlomo. So Shlomo is not just the second king. The Malchus of Beis David becomes complete when it's David and Shlomo. And this, we see this in the Halacha as well. The Rambam writes in, uh, in a couple places, in Pirish Mishnais, in Sanhedrin, and also in, um, uh, in Pirish Mishnais, he writes this. And uh, two places in Pirish Mishnais. The Rambam says that the belief that we have in Mashiach, that Mashiach has to come 
from Malchus based David, Shlomo Melech, the, the, uh, the Raman makes a point that we have to believe that Mashiach is going to come from David and Melech, but specifically David through Shlomo. That's what he says. And if a person doesn't believe in Mashiach coming, if a person believes in Mashiach, but believes that Mashiach is going to come from David and Melech, but maybe from one of the other sons of David, that's, 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 that's Apikarsis. It's one of the, it's, it's connected one of the Yudgil and Ikram. So this, in, so why, why is it so important to believe that it's coming from Shlomo Melech? You believe that's from David Melech, so fine. So you happen to make a mistake. You think the genealogy from David is coming from a different son. Sepis, like, there's no, in other words, from Shlomo Melech, there's also a specific line after Shlomo. So, and that specific line will work its way down to Mashiach. So if you make a mistake and you think by the great-grandson of David HaMelech that it's not, uh, it's this anical, not that anical, you're not an apikaris. But for some reason, when you make that mistake at the very top and you say that it's not from Shlomo, it's from another son of David, that's an apikaris. Why? So you see, such an Indian is that David and Shlomo are not just, okay, he's the Melech and he gives it over to his son because like, that's the way it goes. No, no, no. The Malchus-based David is incomplete if it's just David without Shlomo. David and Shlomo come together to build a complete Malchus. So we have to understand what that is. So again, question number one is that what this Indian of, of uh, David and Melech and the Menorah? And number two, what is it about Shlomo HaMelech that gives an added Shlomos and depth to Malchus based David? Okay. So let me, let, me, let, me do what I, let me see what I can do over here the best I can. It's been a long day. All right, so it's like this. When it comes to lighting the menorah of the Beis HaMikdash, so there's a very, very big machlokas rishayinim when the mitzvah was to light the menorah. When was the mitzvah to light the menorah? According to most rishayinim, the vast majority of rishayinim, the mitzvah of Adlokas HaMenorah, Atavas HaMenorah, Adlokas HaMenorah, the whole avoid of the menorah was at night. Was at night. So at nightfall, by Tzitzah the Kayin would go and light the menorah of the Beis HaMikdash and would light, it would stay lit all night. And during the day, there was no mitzvah to relight it. The mitzvah was at night. That's the sheet of most Rishonim. The Erevad Baiker. The sheet of the Ramam is not like that. The Ramam sheet is a Chiddush. The Ramam says there was a mitzvah to light it at night, for sure. But there's also a mitzvah to light it by the day. Day and night. That's the sheet of the Ramam. Okay, fine. It's Machlekes. There's a Chubas Arajah about it. It's a whole, uh, you know, Lebedikasogi. Fine. But here's the problem. In Pneumius, when a person understands, when, when you learn the Kisveri and you see what the Indian of Hadlokas HaMenorah is in the Beis HaMikdash, it seems that the Ramam is very, very difficult. Let me explain. In, um, in a few places in Eitz Chaim, the, the Rizal talks about the Indian of Hadlokas HaMenorah in the Beis HaMikdash. And he explains with the following side. I'm just going to say the words, okay? And then Hashem will, will make sense of it soon. When, when the Rabbanu Shem created Adam, so again, just to you know, give a little bit of a background to appreciate the point, the Rabbanu Shem created Adam, right? And we know that at that when, when Adam and Chava were created, so first there's Adam. And according to Chazal, this, this was the process. The Rabbanu Shem, first there was just Adam. Then the Rabbanu Shem took a rib, right? The Pasuk says, took a rib from Adam and developed Chava. Now, when Chava was developed, she was first developed back to back with Adam. So first there's no Chava. Then Chava develops back to back. And then, as the Pasuk says, Hashem puts Adam to sleep, and Chava is separated from Adam, and they're able to be face to face. Okay, that's the Pasuk, that's according to Chazal. According to the Ariya Kaddish, that Indian of Chava, being, Chava developing herself back to back, and then only 
then coming face to face, that is an Indian that's not just with Adam and Chava, that's an Indian with every Neshama. Every Neshama vis-a-vis the Rabbanish Shlalom has to go through that process. You first have to, have to develop yourself back to back with the Rabbanish Shlalom. And then the next step of that process is then to be brought face to face. So there's a, there's a Bechina that the Neshama has to experience, has to develop what's called the Meichen of Acher B'Achar, back to back. And then your Zeichet to the Meichen of Panam B'Panam. In, in the Arizal, the Arizal writes in a few places when it comes to Hadlaka Samenar, we're not going to go into the Pratim for this now, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not for now. But the Arizal writes that the Avoid of Hadlaka Samenara was developing the Inyan of Acher B'Achar, back to back. Every single day, is like its own little new universe, right? Every single day, Davin Shachas, it's a new beginning, right? Uh, like you say, Maidani, right? Rabbi Munasech, Chadashin Lebukarim, Rabbi Munasech, the Pasuk says, every day is a new Avodah. So said the Arizal, that on a national collective level, by the Halakas HaMinar of the Kayin, that was, for whatever reason, that was the Inyan of, of Nishmas Yisrael, for that particular day, developing itself back to back. Ocher Bacher. And then the next step is, okay, after it's back-to-back, then the Neshama of Kla Yisrael can then experience face-to-face with God. And that was other Avaidis in the base of Megdash. Now here's the problem. Based on that, if the Indian of Hadlokas HaMenorah is the Indian of Achar Bachar back-to-back, then we know that according to Arizal and other places, when you look at a, at a, at a day, the 24-hour period of a day, nighttime versus daytime, nighttime would be the time of back-to-back, and daytime would be a time, a face-to-face. And that has a lot of nafkaminas and the kavodas and so on. But again, looking at a day as its own little universe, the t- nighttime is a time of back-to-back with God. The whole avoid of a yid by nighttime is to develop that ability to be back-to-back with God. Face-to-face, not so much. It's a time of darkness, but at least back-to-back. And by the daytime, when morning comes, then you can be zechet to face-to-face. So when you put those two tarists together from the Arizal, the Nachamol, every single day in particular, nighttime is the back-to-back, and daytime is face-to-face. Tar number one. Tar number two, the Arizal writes elsewhere, that Halakas HaMenor, the Beis HaMikdash, was an inning of Acher Bacher back-to-back, then that fits very much with most of the Shittas of the Rishayinim, which is that when should be the appropriate time of Halakas HaMenor? At night. The holding of the Menor is Acher Bacher, and the nighttime is uh, relative to the day, it's Acher Bacher. So that makes sense. The problem is the Rambam. The sheet of the Rambam is that you light the menorah at night, fine, but you, then you also light the menorah by the day. What do you light the menorah by the day for? By the day, it's already panna b'panna. By panna b'panna, achar b'achar is altamaisa. What, what, what are you doing achar b'achar anymore? What do you be mechazigin at achar b'achar? You're already past that. So it's a pellet. So the truth is, the truth is, we do find another example where a situation where Al-Pisai, the Neshama, is already in a state of Panabipanim. And when the Neshama is in a state of Panabipanim, it's a time of Mamash Yichud, of Eskashras, face-to-face, Tevekas with Elokos. And nevertheless, at that moment, Mamash at that moment of Tevekas, of Panabipanim, we remind ourselves and we're Mechazek and we Mechash ourselves back to that Inyan of Acher Bacher. So we do have an example of this, and that's really every time a yid makes a bracha. Whenever you make a bracha, so the process of a bracha al is as follows: the first part of the bracha, Baruch Ata Hashem, Elokeinu. That's Bacher Bacher. At that again, every day is like a little universe, and every moment 
is like a little universe also, right? So that moment when you're about to make a shahakal, you're building your universe. And the process of building a universe is the same process always. Achar b'achar, and then panu b'panu. So every, every bracha has the same process. Baruch ato Hashem elokeinu, that's achar b'achar. Melech Oilam is getting yourself ready for face-to-face, and then the bracha is face-to-face. Fine, that's the bracha that you make. Now what happens when someone else hears you make the bracha? So what happens when you hear a bracha? What do you say? You say, Amen. Okay. Now by the time you heard the bracha, it means that the little universe that's been built by that bracha is already holding by face-to-face. The pella is that the Rizal writes, the kavana of saying Amen, is to mechazek and to be to be mamshech more hashpoes to the acher bacher. So it's mamshech pella. Where acher bacher is already in all, it's good. It's it's, uh, it's ready. It's ready over. We already finished that by elokeinu melchaylum is finished, and ready by the shakal nibivari bari mezanis whatever the thing is. Rapt upon him upon him, and the amen is is in response is 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 being makash that person to that to that to that any of the bracha. So the Amin should be related to the Panabapanam experience. But Adarabba, Amin goes back to Akhar Bakr. And it becomes even more strange because not only are we like for some reason going backwards and not forwards, the Gemara says in Brachas, everyone knows the Gemara says in Brachas that who's more Khashiv? The one that says the Bracha or the one that says the Amin? So the Gemara says the one that says Amin is more Khashiv than the Bracha himself, than the than the, the Mavarakh. So then it's Mamish, Nadadi's explanation also. Why would the Amin be more important than the Bracha? But for whatever the reason that Amin is more Chashiv, now it's even more strange. What do you mean? The Bracha, the Bracha at least is recognizing face to face. That's the ideal. Isn't that the goal? And all of a sudden the Amin, which is going back to focus back on Achar Bachar, that itself is strange that you're going back to Achar Bachar and now you're saying that that's even more Chashiv than the Bracha? But, but anyway, but what we do see is this funny situation with, by an Amin, which is that even when you're already holding by Panam B'Panam, and by Panam B'Panam means a time of Yichar, of Mamish, Dvekas, with Elokos, Enam that moment of Mamish, Kviyachal, intimacy with Elokos, that moment, there's a reminder and there's an Indian, the Hizchazkas of Achar Bachar. So that model, we have, that needs explanation, but that model that we find with Amin, is taka, is taka similar to what seems to be with the Hadlokas of Menorah, according to the Rambam. Right? So we said, according to the Rambam, when you light the Menorah at night, by Besam Migdash, that's Achar Bachar. But by the daytime, you're already holding face to face. And says the Rambam, light the Menorah again. When you light the Menorah again, that's like the Amin to a Bracha, right? It's like reinforcing the Achar Bachar, even though you're already holding by Panam B'Panam. And the truth is, not only is that uh, something that's, that's that, that, you know, e- even though we have this like, okay, so it has a shayrish, we see it by Amen, but it needs an explanation. So what's the shot? Okay, so very, so very, very simple. That was, that was all complicated. Let's make it very, very simple now. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, a Torah that I've mentioned many times from the Ishbitzer in the beginning of Parshas Lachacha. We're still holding by the uh, story of uh, the, the Parshas of Avram Avinu, Avram and Yitzchak and so on. So there's a Torah from the Ishbitzer in the beginning of Parshas Lachacha. Well, the Ishbitzer asks the Shaili, says, it says in Pasuk, Hashem says to Avram Avinu, Lech Lecha Me'artzacha. So everyone knows, Rashi already is bothered with it. What's Lech Lecha? What's Lech Lecha? Go, the, literally, literally the words mean go to yourself. So Rashi says, it doesn't mean go to yourself. It means it must mean go for yourself. In other words, Latevas, Chalanas, will be good for you. Says the Ishbitzer, said, no, 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 no. Lech Lecha means go to yourself. What does that mean? So said the Ishbitzer, 
Avram Avinu was bothered with two questions in life. The first question Avram Avinu was bothered by is where is God? And the second question he was bothered by is that why, why am I the only one asking that question? That was, that was what he's, those are the two things that was bothered. Like, he, he, wanted to, he, he had a deep burning desire to find the Rabbani Shalom and he wanted to know where this desire is coming from. Because that of Ramavina, it can't just be because I'm the only intellectual, uh, intellectually curious person. There's a lot of smart people out there, maybe not as smart as Avram, okay. But there's smart people out there. But for some reason, they're not burning with this cheshek of finding God, and I am. Said the Israel, so the Rabbani Shalom is answering both questions with one sentence. Hashem appears to Avram, and Hashem says to Avram, lech lecha, go to yourself. In other words, you had a question... Where am I? And more than that, why are you the only one asking it? The answer is, you want to know where I am? I'm inside of you compelling you to ask the question. That's where I was the whole time. That's where I was the whole time. In other words, the ultimate, the ultimate revelation of God's presence in, a Jewish per, in, the, in the first Jewish person's life was a revelation that the bond between Jew and God is so deep and so profound that it existed even at the time of searching for God. And more than that, it was the bond between the Rabbani Shalom and the Jew and the, the Dveikas between, uh, between the Neshama and the Rabbani Shalom that itself was compelling the search. So we, when, as we tend to think in Avodah Hashem that there's two stages. There's a person trying to get out of darkness, and there's a person trying to find the truth, or trying to find the Rabbani Shalom, and then you get to, then, then eventually you find them. There's such a thing as Achar Ba'achar, back to back. What does it mean, what does it mean in Avodah Hashem when the Neshama has to develop itself back to back? Back to back means that you don't have eye contact with the Rabbani Shalom. So what do you, what, so what, what's Avodah Ba'achar? Achar means to search. Achar Ba'achar is a marshal for that time in a person's life, which is, you're just, you're, 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 you're getting your bearings, you're trying, to, you're trying to figure yourself out, you're trying to figure life out, you're trying to figure out what your place is, you're trying to, just to have, you know, to have some direction, to, to ask the question of where is God, that's what it means back to back. Then, after you've fully developed that side of yourself, and you've become a mavakesh, and you've become someone that's looking for their banish Shalom, then you go face to face, and their banish Shalom says, Hinein, here I am. And you could become one with their banish Shalom. But the Gilui of Lech Lecha says that the deepest dveikas of face to face is to realize that that dveikas existed even Achar Bachar. You understand? It was that even when you were at a state of back to back, that's what was compelling you the Devekas the, 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 the of the Rabbanu was itself compelling you to develop back to back. The deepest Devekas of, 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 of Eskashas with Elokus is to realize that even at the moment of searching and clawing out of darkness and grappling with the Eitzaharas and dealing with Inyonim that are not so pretty, that itself was an experience of Devekas. This is what the Menorah therefore brings out. The oimik of the menorah that the Ramam is revealing to us is this side, is that davka, the deepest dveik, once you get the panav upon him, the deepest recognition of dvekas is then to reorient yourself and to realize that achar bachar was dvekas. And that ultimately is the greatest gilu of Eina Movada, the greatest gilu of Hashem's overwhelming infinite presence is that, that, that everything was within his, 
everything was within Elokos. Not only now, face to face, Ocherbach was also within Elokos. That's the Gila of the Menorah. Uh, you know, the, the whole the whole the whole Ma'is of Chanukah is, is is built on this. Yeah. You know, according to Arizal, the Yontav of Chanukah comes as an extension from Tishrei, right? We have the the, the Yontav of Tishrei season, and now you have Chanukah. So it feels like Chanukah is it's like its own little, not little, but its own Yontav. So there's been a break of Cheshvan, and now you have Kislev. According to Arizal, it's not like that. Tish the the whole the Yontav of Chanukah is an extension, is a fo- is following up of Tishrei. So if you think about Mama Shapella, how is that possible? We know Malin Bakadish. The whole Hanukkah is built on that halacha, right? Malin Bakadish William Marithan. So how is it possible that Hanukkah is Malin Bakadish from Tishrei? Tishrei is Lichtik, Tishrei is Mamish Gilo, Yom Neroyim, Noira, Ma Nara Makamazah, Mamish face to face with God. And what's Hanukkah? Hanukkah is you know, the winter, dark, right? Everyone knows all the the Matamasar Twachim, or Shasarabim, right? All the the Hanukkah tires. How is that an extension of Tishrei? If anything, it's, it's, it's downgrading. How is it up? Everything in Yiddishkeit is upgrading. So if you tell me Kislev is its own little universe, fine. But once you tell me that Kislev is an extension of Tishrei, and we know that everything in Yiddishkeit is always going up, not down, so you're telling me that Kislev is going up from Tishrei. How is Kislev going up? If anything, Tishrei was face-to-face, and Kislev is back-to-back. The answer is that's the side. The sight is that the Rabbani Shalom is so deeply bound to Knesset Yisrael that even at that moment when the best you can do is just to be Lamata Masar Tvachim, Mamish in the street, uh, in Mamish back to back, that's also Dvekis. Not only is that also Dvekis, that, that's the deepest Dvekis. The fact that a Yid is so deeply bound to God that even if they have no Moichen at all, they have no Asaga of face-to-face with God, and they, st- and they have all the reasons in the world to just abandon the whole thing, they still can't abandon it. And they still find ways to somehow express their Yiddishkeit. That's the deepest, that's the deepest Dvekis of all. That's what we're seeing in the world, right? Everyone's seeing in this world right now. Yidin that don't know... They... they, they there are Yidin out there that they, they you know, it's like uh, someone, someone showed me that there was a, 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 a group of Yidin, they, they're not, they're not, they're not, you know, they don't put on a Benetton film, okay? So they, they, they uh, and they got together with their, with their synagogue, you know, whatever it is, and they all held on to a helium balloon with a name on it from someone from Eretz Yisrael, you know? And they all in unison released it. That's just a symbolic, so someone showed that to me. You know what that is? That's mom stealing. It's mom stealing. So they don't know. They don't. So they, don't they don't know the words. They don't know how to say. They don't know how to read Hebrew like that. But it's mom stealing. So you see such a thing like Yidden that have all the reason in the world, everything that makes sense. They're just like forget the whole. Like what are they? They can't. And they have to find some way to express the 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 mal mamish. So by people that 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 are more sophisticated, it's with a kavitel People that are less sophisticated with the helium balloons. Maybe, may, maybe, maybe those tefillas are even more to me mystic. Maybe those tefillas are neskabel miad. Who knows? Maybe our seichel gets in the way sometimes. The Rebbeinu Shalom has to has to hear the tefillas. This is the, the this is the site of Hanukkah. The site of Hanukkah is is that the the, the full shleimus of dveikus, which is pun upon him, is to realize that Ocher was not was mamish a part of that. And what was building, what was developing the Acher B'Acher was, 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 was the Dvekas of Panam upon him. And the ultimate Dvekas of Panam upon him is to relook 
and to go back to the Acher Bacher and to realize that itself was Dveikas, that itself was Rabban Shalom. He was helping me the whole time. He was the one that was pushing me to look for him. And anything I do in that search, that was Mamish the Rabban Shalom talking. So let's go back very, very quickly. <clears throat> Why is David and Shloima? What is it about David and Shloima that come together? David and Melech was not Zechah to build the base of Megdash himself. He laid the foundation, the Mizbeach. It wasn't about why. So the Pasuk says, the Rabbanu said to David, because your hands are full of blood. Because David and Melech represents the Jew that's fighting. It doesn't mean just fighting physical battles. He's fighting spiritual battles. He's, fight, he's looking for the Rabbanu Shalom. He's, he's pushing. He's dealing with the Mechem constantly. Everything's, everything. Achar Bachar. That's David and Melech. David and Melech is the collective experience of Achar Bachar. <laughs> just trying to you know, he, he doesn't have that, that menucha that comes with eye contact with God. He doesn't have that menucha that comes with Dvekas in the Rabbani Shalom. He's looking for that Dvekas. Well, if Tehillim is what? Is the Rabbani Shalom looking for God? Is the David not looking for God? That's David. Shalom HaMelech builds the base of English. Shalom HaMelech is called Melech Shah Shalom Shalom. Shalom's name is a, is a code word for the Rabbani Shalom. I mean, Shalom, if David is Acher Bacher, Shalom is Panam Panam. But the shlemus is to realize that these are not two separate malchias. It's not just like step one to step two. The shlemus is to realize is that when you have when you get to pon upon him, is you realize that the achabach was a part of that. It was the yichud of melch shalom shaloi that was pushing David to go through his inyanim of melchemes ayetzer. Ultimately, even though David doesn't physically build the beis hamikdash, the beis hamikdash that shlemus builds is mesiaches to David. And that's why ultimately, everyone knows, Chazal say that when the base of was built by Shlaima, the gates were closed and they couldn't bring in the Aaron to the Kaddish HaKadshim. Only until Shlaima evoked the merit of David, and he said, the Rabbani Shalom, in the schus of my father David, so then the gates opened up and allowed the Kaddish HaKadshim to go in. The base of even though it was built by Shlaima, it's, 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 it's David HaMelech. It's because this is the side... This is the site of Malchus based David. The ultimate site of Malchus based David is the realization that the Dvekus and Elokus that a Jew has upon him, upon him is Kailal the Acher Bacher as well. And that's the Shlemus of it. Therefore, then this is what it means, the Malchus based David. The Malchus based David of the Jewish people is not just a, a governing body. The Malchus based David of the Jewish people is an expression of our Dvekus and Elokus. David Melch sits on the throne of the Rabbanishlam, he sits in Beis Amigdash. Malchus based David is an expression of our Dvekas with Elokus. And the ultimate Dvekas in Elokus is to realize that there's no chilik between Panam Bepanam and Acher Bacher. The, the, and and Adarab, when you get to Panam Bepanam, you realize that it was the Acher Bacher which was a much more deeper Dvekas. Because Rabban Hashem was so bound to me that he was pushing me even before I even saw him, even before I even knew him. Therefore, Malchus based David is deeply bound to the Menorah. Because the mitzvah of the Menorah is this gili of what? Of, of, of having Ocher Bacher after Panam Panam. And this is why, you know, it's an interesting thing. The one place that the Rambam, it's different Gersais, but the one place that uh, many have the Gers in the Rambam, that he in fact writes Amen in his own Sefer. So in Hilchas Paraduma, the Rambam says that, there was, that we had nine Paradumas in history, the first by Moshe and so on, and the tenth one will be made by Melch HaMashiach, Sheyavah B'meher V'meinu Amen. Amen. Who's saying it? The Ram is saying Amen to his We say Amen to someone. He's saying Amen. It's like that. That Amen is mentioned in the Ram. The Ram is Tarsh Balpets, Kol Tarakula. That Amen is mentioned in conjunction with Malach HaMashiach. It's because that's the side of the Shlemus of Malchus based David. 
that Mashiach comes from David and Shlomo together, which is a site of what? That Acher Bacher, after Panim B'Panim, and that's what Amin is. Amin is Acher Bacher, after the Bracha, which is Acher Bacher, after Panim B'Panim. That's the site of Amin. Amin is the same site as that. That's why, I'll give you one other Ramaz, this is why the Kahanim of the Beis HaMikdash, of the Chashvenoyim, gave us Chanukah. The word Kayan that Rizal says is an amazing thing. Sorry, it's light, but uh, I have to get this off my chest. So, so the word the word kayin is made of chaf heinun, right? If you think about it, with the, if you divide up the aleph base into three categories, the letters that their gematria is single digits, so it's aleph, you know, one to ten, and then you have the you know uh, the, the tens, and then you have hundreds. So minatzbach, the end of letters, there's a way of thinking them as as hundreds. So it's like this. If you have any particular letter of, of, of the single digits, so you can make combinations to get to one. So two goes with eight. So like Bez and Ches is a Shidduch to get to one, right? Aleph and Tes, one and nine, gets to ten, right? Gets to one. But there's only one letter in the single digits that doesn't have a partner. Now that's the letter Hey. doesn't have a partner. There's no other, it can't, there's, there's no, there's no other num, other letter that I could look at face to face to get the oneness. And there's another num, and when you go to the tens, also, so uh, so a let, yud is ten, so with a tzadi, which is ninety, gets to one, right? So on and so forth. But there's only one number that also doesn't have a partner, and that's the nun, fifty, right? There's no other number for it to connect to. And the same thing it is. With Menatzbuk, with the end of letters, the end of Chaf is uh, Gematria 500. 500 doesn't have a partner to connect to, to get to 1,000, to get to back to oneness. That's the letter Chaf. So Rizal says, Chaf Heinun, the letters of Kayan, are these letters that don't have a partner. But here's the side of it. Not having a partner means, it's Alcher Bacher, it's back to back. Having a partner means face to face. So there's a partner. Bez has a Ches. Partners. Gimel has a Zion. Partners. Hey doesn't have a partner. Nun doesn't have a partner. Chaf and the Chaf doesn't have a partner. So it's Rachmanis. It's Acher Bacher. But that's the sight of the Kain. The sight of the Kain is to reveal that the Yichud that can be found is Bineu Bey within itself. It doesn't have to have another number. Hey connects to itself to get to oneness. Nun finds within itself to get to oneness. And the Chaf finds within itself to get to oneness. It doesn't have an out an outside partner. It's partners from within itself. That's the deepest side of the yich between a Jew and God is minei ubei. It's from within yourself. It was lech lecha the whole time. That's what the kain does for a person coming to the base of Migdash that's a sinner and needs to do tshuva. So he's 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 looking for God, and the kain is supposed to bring him to God. But the deepest truth that the kain reveals to that Jew is that who brought you to base of Migdash to begin with. You don't need another, there's no other number you need to connect to. Look within yourself. The number from within yourself is the number that you need to find the Rabbani. That's why Chazal saying the Medrash that Avram Avinu was a kain. Avram Avinu was Bechinas kain. That's Lech Lecha. No. Oh, Lech, right, the end of Right, right, right. Exactly. No, this is a side. The Rabbani is going to reveal Bez Hashem very soon that all of Golas has been one long search of Acher Bacher, one developing of Acher Bacher. The Mashiach is upon him. Do you know the Oymik of Mashiach though? The Oymik of Mashiach is that Acher Bacher was also the Rabbanu Shlomo. 
We should be to see that day where the symbol of, uh, of the Mongan David will be, uh, you know, will be able to, to see the Menorah in it. We'll be able to, uh, to celebrate the return of Malchus based David, Berachemim, Beshalem, Bubashalva, Yvieskal Tzedek, Berachemim, Hervi Menu Amen. Amen.